now, from the Kids Zone, it's Bedtime Adventures. Adventures, adventures. Hey, why is there an echo in here? Echo in here. Echo in here. Because it's cool. Because it's cool. Because it's cool. Well, good evening, everyone. I'm so excited that you've joined us tonight. Tonight we have something very special planned for you. A story entitled, Isabella, the Teddy Bear, and the Abominable Snowman. So without any further ado, let us get started, shall we? Oh yes, I think we shall. Now like with all good stories, we must start from the start, and we must begin from the beginning. Now the tallest mountain in the world, Mount Everest, is located in the Himalayas. The Himalayas are a mountain range in the continent of Asia. You will find the Himalayas on the border of India and the southern border of China right between the two countries. It is here where our story takes place. You see, Jason and his brothers, Jed and James, were traveling in the northern part of India, exploring the Himalayan mountains. On the Indian border, these mountains are not only remote, barren, and beautiful, but often forgotten or rarely even visited by others besides the Indian locals. The three boys had just spent the morning hiking and had come back into a local village to have a bit of lunch. They found a small restaurant located in an old house on the outskirts of the mountain village. They walked in and were seated by an older woman. The restaurant was nearly empty. And as the boys began perusing the menu, across from them, James saw a little girl sitting across the table from her mother. The little girl was visibly upset, tears running down her cheeks as she was talking to her mom. I can't find him anywhere. I must have dropped him out in the snow, fretted the little girl. Oh, Isabella, don't worry. When was the last time you remember seeing it, dear? Her mother responded. It was when we stopped the first time by the big boulder that we saw. I had him in my hand as we were eating our morning snack. James felt so sorry for the little girl. So standing up, he approached the woman and her daughter saying, forgive me for interrupting, but I couldn't help but overhear that you lost something out on the trail this morning by a big boulder. I know right where you're talking about. We were there hiking this morning too. Yes, I, I lost my teddy bear out on the trail somewhere, Isabella said, bursting into tears again. I'm so sorry, said James. My brothers and I are headed back out hiking after lunch, and we'd be happy to look for it for you. Oh, that would be wonderful, said the girl's mother, smiling fondly at the three boys. Chet and Jace then approached the table, introducing themselves. What does your bear look like, asked Jet. It's light brown with the red bow tie, and it's missing one of its eyes. Chase felt so sorry for the girl, and he said, Don't worry, Isabella. We'll go out and find it for you. And with that, the three boys finished their lunch, said goodbye to Isabella and her mother, and made their way back outside. The sun was high in the sky, but the mountain air was a crisp 38 degrees. The three boys made their way to the edge of the village and began their ascent along a snowy trail upwards into the mountains. The wind picked up and blew at their backs up the trail. Man, I hope we can find that teddy bear, Jace, said James. She was really upset about that. Oh, we'll find it, Jace said confidently. 
I mean, how hard can it be to spot a teddy bear out in all this snow? Well, I guess we'll find out, won't we? Added Jet. So the boys continued walking upward until the trail veered off to the right, traversing horizontally across the side of the mountain. On their left was a steep slope of snow with a few evergreen trees popping up here and there, and, and off to the right, the mountain continued down a steep cliff to a white water river in the distance below. It was a beautiful but dangerous landscape, as with one slip you could fall hundreds of feet below. The trail began to slowly head upwards again to the left. Look, there's the big boulder, said James, and the three ran over to the spot that was discussed in the restaurant. There they could see a giant boulder covered in a white blanket of snow, and there were a bunch of footprints in the snow next to the huge rock. Look, said Jet, pointing to the left. And there they could see something red on top of a snowdrift about 20 yards away. As they got closer, Jay said, Yep, just what I thought. And he picked up a tiny red bow tie. This must have come off her teddy bear. I mean, what are the chances of finding a tiny red bow tie out here in the middle of the snow off the trail like this? Yep, said James. And look, footprints. And the three looked down and saw tracks in the snow heading upwards off the trail between the trees. Man, whoever made these tracks has some massive feet, said Jace. The footprints were indeed huge, way bigger than any human foot could make. Must be the abominable snowman, James joked nervously. You mean a yeti? asked Jet. What are y'all talking about, asked Jace. The wild man of the snows, Metokongmi, or Meto which translates as man-bear, and Kang-mi, which translates as snowman. It's a glacier being, a god of the hunt. The Yeti is a character in ancient legends and folklore of the Himalaya people. In most tales, the Yeti is a figure of danger. Of course, that's all just legend. It's just myth. The Yeti is just a made-up story. It doesn't actually exist, James explained. Well, how do you explain those massive footprints in the snow, asked Jace. I don't know, maybe someone has some really big boots or something? Those aren't boot tracks. Look, you can see the toe prints, Jed explained. And they looked down and indeed they saw huge footprints which looked like a massive man or some type of creature. But you could see the toes, so there's no way that it could have been a boot. Well, I think we should follow the trail, said James. Are you sure about that, said Jet. Yeah, let's go, come on, said Jace. So the three followed the tracks up the hill and between the trees. And the tracks wound around the trees and up around the mountain until it came to a giant cave. Are we gonna go in that cave? Asked Jace nervously. Well. I mean, we found the red bow tie right next to these tracks. I mean, whoever made these tracks has to have that bear. And Jet looked at both of his brothers and said, those tracks have massive feet. What if it's the abominable snowman? And James looked at him smiling. Remember, that's just a myth. The Yeti doesn't really exist. It's got to be some guy with big boots or something. But we looked at the the tracks and there aren't boots they're 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 actually somebody's or something's feet 
James just rolled his eyes and, come on, he said, and they walked into the cave. Jason and Jet looked at each other nervously and decided to follow. So inside the cave, they looked around and there were giant icicles on the ceiling and big drifts of snow on the ground. The cave's walls were made of stone, the mountain stone, and they walked deeper and deeper and all of a sudden they heard this loud and the three brothers looked at each other visibly scared at this moment James says what do you want to do man I don't know should we keep going and Jet and Jace just looked at each other shaking their heads no and all of a sudden they heard footsteps approaching it sounded like a giant creature stepping in the snow and the three of them turned around and before them there was a giant ape-like creature who stood 10 feet tall and in one hand he had the teddy bear. James looked up nervously. Run, he said. And the three boys ran but Jace tripped on a rock and Jet and James tried to pick him up, and then the giant creature growled again. And he approached the boys step by step. And James says, please don't hurt us. Please don't hurt us. We're just trying to get our little girl's teddy bear, which you have in your hand. And the giant beast looked at the teddy bear and said, me, me have friend. And Jay says, that belongs to a little girl in the village below. Please let us have it so we can bring it back to her. Me have no friends. This me friend, the beast said. And James went over to the beast with as much courage as he could muster and patted the beast on the leg affectionately and said, we'll be your friends. We'll be your friends, Mr. Yeti. And the giant beast looked down at James and a small tear came out of his eye. And with that, he handed the teddy bear to James. And James said, looked up at the creature and said, thank you so much, Mr. Yeti. We really appreciate this. I promise as soon as we deliver this teddy bear, we'll come back and we'll bring food and spend some time with you. Okay, the giant beast responded. And with that, James and his brothers took the teddy bear and headed back down the trail, back to the giant boulder, and back down the, the treacherous trail that was so steep on this, the one side which led down to the Whitewater River below. And onward and onward, they, they trekked and hiked down the snowy trail until they got back to the village. And once they got back to the village, they found the restaurant, and they asked the lady where the mother and Isabella had gone and she explained to them that they were staying in a small hotel two blocks down the, the street. So with that, the boys left the restaurant and walked down to the hotel and inquired to the bellboy if they could speak with Isabella and her mother. And so the bellboy went up to their room knocking on the door and brought the woman and the little girl downstairs to the lobby. And afterwards, James and his brothers handed the teddy bear to the little girl who was overjoyed with happiness. And she said, thank you so much. 
you've returned my teddy bear. And then Jace, out of his pocket, pulled the red bow tie and tied it around the teddy bear's neck. And the little girl gave all three boys a hug. And the mother was so grateful to the three boys who had returned the teddy bear to her distressed daughter. Thank you so much, boys. We are so lucky. I don't know how to thank you for taking care of this situation for us. Is there anything I can do for you? And James and Jet just shook their heads and said, no, it was our pleasure to help you. And with that, they said goodbye to the, the woman and Isabella. And they walked back to the restaurant and they had some hot cider. And afterwards, they walked back up the trail to hang out with the Yeti. And it took them a little while, but they got back up to the cave and they spent some time with the Yeti and they made friends with him. And the Yeti was very, very grateful to have new friends. And from that day forward, James, Jet, and Jace had made a new friend. And all of them lived happily ever after. The end. My goodness, that was a fun story. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did. I'm so glad that Isabella was able to get her teddy bear back and that the Yeti was able to meet some new friends and be happy. It's so good to have friends. Parents, if you could do me a favor and hit the plus sign on the Apple Podcast so you don't miss any cool episodes coming out. And children, if you have anything, any ideas that you want to include in an upcoming episode, get your parents to help you leave those ideas in the review section of the podcast along with your name and we'll be sure to include it in our next episode of Bedtime Adventures 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 Thank you.